This is Live from the Table, the official podcast of New York's world-famous comedy seller, coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog. And on the Laugh Button Podcast Network, Dan Natterman here with Noam Dorman, owner of the world-famous comedy seller with locations in New York City and Las Vegas, Nevada. We have Perry L. Ashenbrand, our producer, but not just a producer, also an on-air personality. She's wearing her mask. She's wearing her K95 as we sit here in the studio. Uh, I'm not sure why, but... Um, she wasn't wearing it before we started. I had <laughs> is, it is this like virtue from... signaling? No, I had it You've been sitting here for 10 minutes without a mask, <laughs> and you put on the mask to do the show? I had it down for a couple of minutes. I always wear it. I mean, for long periods of time, until I get my booster, my mask is on. I have an unvaccinated child. Why aren't you getting your booster? What are you waiting I'm for? Going, I'm going to now. You keep, keep saying that. No, I'm. it just became available. It was available. I got I got mine in the end of August. Right, but not... Um, not what? Perfectly... Uh, it wasn't approved. It wasn't approved. You just got it. But in any case... It was approved in Israel. We also have Israel. we also have with us a new comedy seller comedian, and there's more than a few of these new comedians. I mean, my God, the schedule is just filled with like rabbits. Well, I've never heard of most of these people, <laughs> which is fine, except they're taking my spots. But whatever, I'm old and I'm out anyway. Gianmarco Soresi, hello, is with us. He's a stand-up comic who's been featured on Comedy Central, Netflix, and PBS. That's odd. We we on Peter Paul and Mary. Uh, his comedy special, Shelf Life, is available on Amazon and was just nominated for three New York Emmy. New York Emmy? What was it? Is that a special Emmy, the New York Emmy? Yeah, it's a lot less competitive. <laughs> okay. Is that something you sponsor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have well, one of the Emmys is for set design. I have several yeah. Albany Emmys at home. <laughs> and he'll be headlining the Blue Note. And has a Fordham Law Emmy. For, for plug. Oh, I'm sorry, for plugs. That's not supposed to read that out loud. Uh, he'll be headlining the Blue Note Hawaii. On November 3rd, that sounds lovely, in Honolulu, that's on the, is that in Maui or the Big Island? Uh, in Honolulu. Honolulu's on what island is that on? I thought that was Honolulu. Oh, no, Honolulu's. I think it's is, Maui. It's the city. Ma- no, because no, I'm going to Maui Honolulu, for the wedding. Honolulu is Which, the island? No, Honolulu is a city. Yeah. I don't know what island it is on. Oahu? Uh, that sounds right. I'm going to Maui for a friend's wedding, so I know it's not Maui. I hope not. Or I'm fucked. Honolulu is on the island of Oahu. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. What is Oahu? Um, uh, the Blue Note, Oahu? the jazz club? Yeah. They're doing comedy now? Mm-hmm. Does it pay well enough to cart my ass out there? Have, or Because you happen to be there. Because I, I, I happen to be there. Okay. I just want to say something. Years ago, at the Village Underground, I, I had a Mark Whitfield, a famous jazz guitar player, um play on Monday nights at like a jam session and the owner of the Blue Note called me up and told me I was not to have I don't want to say I don't want to get in trouble like he was I did it anyway but he he's I mean we're friends now but he got mad and now he's having comedy at the Blue Note ah yes you should call him yeah. At least I didn't do the one here. I went all the way to Hawaii for it. I, listen, my editors, people should be able to do whatever they want if it's not illegal. I, I couldn't I couldn't believe he got uh, mad at me, but, you know, I, whatever it was. Gianmarco, how long have you been with us here at the Comedy So Don't worry, Noam. I know you hate these conversations. We'll keep it brief. I like to just do a brief, you know, uh, get to know you. Gianmarco. Yes. When, when did you audition for the Comedy Cellar, and how long have you been with us? So uh, I had my first spots this past Friday, and I auditioned the Friday before that. 
Got my veils in uh, 11.30 p.m. Now, how'd you get your foot in the door to get an audition? Uh, Yamanika. 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 Oh, I know who you are. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I, yeah, I'm very happy to be here. I'm still, you know, riding that high. Well, I'm now, now I'm with the owner here. I'm going to be very nice on this podcast well, in general. Very, you don't have to Very be. yes, man. Well, you don't have to be. Sure. Noam likes... He likes it. He likes to give as well as he. He likes to get it as well as he gives it. Good. And he actually, if if you <laughs> piss him off, you have a better chance of working here because oh, this because he likes to prove that he can separate business and person. Because I like to prove. <laughs> what do you think about the Palestinian issue? <laughs> Great, fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> uh, what country are you from? Are you American? Yeah, I'm American. Uh, like uh, a, my mom's Jewish. It's my not like you have a slight Jewish. accent. You know. That's what people say. I think I just talk oddly. He talks. Uh, he he's is, slightly affected. He. Slightly yeah, but but you know, so are you. Yeah, I think we share that. I was at a club and and uh, people saw a dance picture on the wall and they thought it was me. So we ah we uh we're both Jewish. I'm Jewish. At least I have that. And Italian. No. And Italian. More Jewish though. More Jewish. He Much is Jewish. really insanely talented, and it's. He, I mean, at stand up too. No, I'm serious. Who was a comedian who was half Jewish and half Italian? He says I'm half Jewish and half Italian, <laughs> so I like mozzarella. <laughs> 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 Whose joke was that? I don't know. That's amazing. Anyway, um, you can steal that. Go ahead. Thank you. Good. <laughs> you good. You it, it was a funny joke at the time. I probably well the half well. the half half jokes. Yeah, they were all the rage in the '90s, but I think they may be a little bit uh, obsolete at this point. To you guys, but we still like them. The, the audience still likes them. That's a very. Funny I mean, the best joke. one was when Al. Uh, well, my favorite of the half and half jokes is when Jackie Mason said he knew a guy who was half Jewish, half Puerto Rican. If he can't get it wholesale, he steals it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's not funny. <laughs> but. <laughs> so go ahead. Continue your interrogation, Daniel. Please. Well, well as I said, we'll keep it. No, uh, uh, Periel says you're hysterical. I, uh, I, I'll take a word for it. I didn't. <laughs> You've see, seen me. You know, I haven't now seen then. you. I, I've seen you. Off stage, but the other night you were you were come you were after me. I think you were following me on the I was, show. I was, and I I don't typically stick around, so I didn't see you. But and it, it was the first spot, and I you know I, I don't I'm not a big riffer, but because you had just gone, I said, hey, it's me, the 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 last comic twenty years ago, Something twenty years, like that. Oh. and it worked. Oh. It got it got a nice it got a nice blow. little laugh. Well, well, with age comes wisdom. <laughs> but, but but also you know Jean Marc was a good looking guy so I mean in a way it's a it's an insult and a compliment kind of rolled into one yeah because I'm not let's face I'm not as good looking as Jean Marco I don't maybe think. twenty years ago you were yeah I don't know I don't think so um but but in any case and he's taller than I am you know but um he doesn't mean Jeff Goldblum well let's hear a little Jeff Goldblum mm, yes I did a Jeff in a movie uh, but no one saw the movie. So well, no one sees Jeff. No one saw a lot of Jeff's movies. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the only one I can do. That and John Mulaney, which I do for my whole act. <laughs> <laughs> well, people have accused John Mulaney uh, of, really? doing, of doing me. Oh, not in a long I, time, Dan. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that's. They accurate. used to say when John Mulaney first came on the scene, he's like he's like he's like a taller Natterman, or like like it's like. A, wow. Well, there, there's a similarity in vocal style, but I don't. You know, I mean, a lot of people talk similar to a lot of people, and so he was like the poor man's Dan Natterman when he first started out. That's that was how he was described. I, I don't think anyone described. And then uh, he. Um, he's the very rich man's Dan Natterman. Sloan said he wins the race, <laughs> as they say. Um. So, Noam, I mean, there's so much going on this week. There's Alec Baldwin, there's the death of Mortsall, there's Chappelle's what? video about his newest video. I, I don't know if you have any particular thing you want to do. Well, Alec Baldwin, I just want to say that I, uh, 
I was wondering why they still use real guns. Well, I've, I've done the research. I have, too. Oh, okay. How did you do your research? On the internet. What do you think? I went to microfiche in the library? <laughs> no, I... I, um... I did the research, too. And what you... Who... You didn't do the research. I, I, I did. <laughs> she did the research and found out that they that they do use fake guns or something. Um, she gets it wrong all the time. So no, I I, I emailed Judd Apatow. Okay, and he said that he uses fake guns on his movies. He he doesn't have a lot of guns in his movies. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of. Well, he must yeah, have. Forty had... old virgin was very light on guns. I think I think the Pete Davidson movie might have had a, a shooting. Didn't it? Didn't have a shooting. Uh, yeah, it did. It was yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a bank robbery, wasn't there? Yes. Something. With Jessica no, the, that, that store, or whatever it was. With Jessica Kirsten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he said he uses fake guns, but the reason is, uh, you want, do you want to take a guess why they still use real guns? Uh, save money on the in the post. No. I want to take a guess. Because it looks more realistic. Dan, you know the answer, don't you? Yeah, the answer is it, it looks more realistic when they when they use a <laughs> when they use a blank. It you get the muzzle flash, and you get the sound is authentic, and the muzzle flash is authentic, and the recoil is authentic. And it's the re, it's the recoil because it's hard mm. for the actors to 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 mimic. But Judd said they can do it to mimic the recoil. Obviously, the flash they could they could. They could do with something else, with a light or something. Well, they could do it in post production, and the the noise could either be put in post production or it could be triggered remotely with a, you know, with Bluetooth or something or you know some sort of uh, remote control. But the 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 recoil apparently is what's hard for the actors to get. But that seems like something. If you can, if they can mimic getting punched in the face, if you can mimic that. You can certainly mimic the recoil, right? That is the dumbest explanation I have ever heard. I, I honestly, think, I think the. You said I was. I gave a dumb explanation. No, I you, think. No, I, it's not your I, explanation. I bet if you see it though, I bet if you see it without the recoil, you're like, oh, it doesn't look right. No, it's like but, something that would be so subtle, but makes the whole thing feel. You probably have to work to get it right because. It's, but what but, do you mean? I mean, people are playing like you know Romeo and Juliet. They're going into like full blown other characters. They can't lift their arm a little. Yeah, but, but looking at you guys do it, you can see how difficult it is. Well, I mean, I'm not that an would actor. never. Well, sure. <laughs> Well, here, here's here's my guess. The force of the gun might lift your hand faster and harder than you can easily physically do it yourself. That's a good point. I mean, they should be having so real it, sex then, too. You're not I even don't. listening, are you? <laughs> it, it may be something it, to be authentic. Now, people may not notice that it's not authentic, but the actual force, it's a forceful thing. And you may not have that kind of strength in your arm to to move your hand at that velocity. But also, no, the, the muzzle flash I have read looks more real using uh, a blank cartridge as opposed to some post-production wizardry. Yeah, but they, but they, uh, they could, the, the muzzle flash is surmountable in, in a number of ways without having to put a real projectile in there. Well, they don't put a real projectile in there. Put a, they, put, they put a blank charge, which is just gunpowder. Well, but, so, but it, something came out. Nothing comes out. It just, well, the gases come out. Well, how did most of them get shot? Well, because, because there was a there was a real there was a real by mistake there was a real bullet in there. But they say blanks are dangerous too. Yeah, but only at like point blank range because of the gases come out they can, they can hurt you. But uh, at a distance, blanks are not dangerous. 
You know, th- but but it was four Jews real... really shouldn't talk about guns. No, we well, nothing. I, unless you're saying that I I am. If there's anything I'm saying that's inaccurate, I don't know. But the crew, I guess the crew during the off time was putting some kind of bullet in it for fun. They were I think the crew was. Uh, uh, get it. No, 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 this is real. This idiot. is real. They were going they, to a local shooting range. You're kidding. But they were using the, the prop guns. They they might have been. Yeah, there was something the where they were using it just range, for like and yeah. So there's some, some giggles. They got mixed up in it. Like, that's astonishing. I I haven't been on top of this. Game. You know, you get bored on set. I mean, you're there for hours. Hours and you're like, fuck it, let's put real bullets in this thing. And uh, they just fucked it up. That's and the bottom line is someone handed Alec the gun and said, cold gun. And then it was a hot gun. It's horrifying. I've, I've, I started as an actor and like, I've been on weird sets where they give you a gun and they're like, do this thing. And it's... Now, a lot yes. has been made of the fact that people say, people that are, you know, gun people say, well, everybody has to, every everybody that, that has a gun has to check for themselves whether it's loaded. But... I don't know that you can necessarily apply that to a movie set when they have professionals whose job it is to check whether a gun is loaded. Well, you know, one person said it was a little snide, and I don't usually like snide comebacks, but I, there was some wisdom to it. He says, I wonder if the scene was Alec Baldwin having to put a gun to his own head if he wouldn't have checked. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> there is something real. I mean, I don't, it's not really a criticism of Alec Baldwin because he's only guilty of being human, and that's the way humans are. But if you really d- drill down to it, yeah, before before you shoot a gun at somebody, if it's a real gun, you should check. Actually, just like you would check for yourself or your kids. Well, the tr- actually, I read that Alec Baldwin is sort of notoriously known for being super cautious with guns on set and like making <laughs> sure there are no children around. Yes, <laughs> I love I love when you say stuff like that. It's true. It's hard. We, we have hard evidence that he's not. He just shot somebody, and you're like, "Well, I, 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 I just don't <laughs> think you can blame him for that." There are three people who. Well, where, where, was fucking, su- where was his super you, caution when we need it? You know that guy who ha- who was in charge of this whole thing but, got fired from the last movie that he worked on for, like, being unsafe. Oh, and the producer, Alec Baldwin, hired him? Mr. Caution? Sure. And then someone told me uh, the armorist, the, the, yeah. the person who prepared the gun, is actually a, the daughter, I believe, of a of a very famous armorist, and maybe there was some nepotism going on oh, there. And But, but I don't think and... it was... I think it was the assistant director that said it was a cold gun, and I don't know if he had that authority. It's horrible. I feel and, so and, bad and, for him. And, and also, I don't know that Alec Baldwin was supposed to point and shoot it at somebody, even if it was a cold gun, because I don't know what the protocol is. No, I don't know what the protocol is. I've read that the protocol is is they're not allowed to pull the trigger until, first of all, they can't point it at anybody, and they have to put up, like, plexiglass and and put everybody in, like, positions that are safe. And I I don't know. I mean, more will will come out. But, Mike, I have a question. If it turns out that Alec Baldwin did something egregiously wrong— Say, for example, that SAG rules and movie protocol explicitly state you're not allowed to pull the trigger until everybody is in a position and a certain person says it's okay, whatever. Will Alec Baldwin's career, is he finished? No. I hope not. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I, I countered Perriel about him being super cautious, but on the other hand, I think that it's hard to judge a person in a freak accident. This happens... Has happened twice in our lifetime. You know, they was Brandon uh, Lee, is I, and um, I mean, I don't know enough about it, but I, I mean, somebody told him the gun was empty, and and the professional on the set who was in charge of no, I, I don't know if it was a professional that said that, or just some yeah. assistant director who was not authorized. I mean, point is that it, it's 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 a very very freak accident. Um, I feel bad for Alec Baldwin. 
Uh, It'll go back to the producers, I think. And the problem is it's just too many. Ultimately, yeah, these producers are cutting corners. They're moving too fast. They're hiring people who maybe don't have the experience. But it's too too many people to blame for it to, I think, take down Alec Baldwin. My prediction? I mean, okay, I mean, I'm, go ahead, let me just answer. I think that if it really comes down to the crew taking this gun to a shooting range, that is so out that it that makes it that's makes it really 100% their fault in my opinion. I mean that's just an outrageously negligent reckless thing to do. Will Alec Baldwin's career be finished? Well, what if Alec Baldwin was one of those people that 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 went finish how because the public won't accept him or because there's some union like Well, no, finish because like nobody wants to touch him. Nobody wants to put the guy who the first thing you think of when you see him, the very first thing that comes to mind is he shot and killed somebody. Well, uh, is, is as, that as Chappelle you, said, he didn't make fun of gays, he only killed somebody like the baby. That that was Chappelle's whole point. He said that the the baby uh killed well, somebody. That's a, I mean, that's some, that's worth discussing. Is 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 he? Why is he less cancelable than than Roseanne Barr, for example? I, I think I think he if he apologizes, I mean, and people I think most people will understand Alex, as a freak accident. My prediction is as follows: I don't I can't speak to his career in general. He will never get invited back on SNL. That is my prediction. His SNL days are finished. SNL is a comedy show, and people and he comes on and everybody's thinking of this guy killed somebody. Uh, it's not going to work. He'll never be vice president. Oh, I have to tell you. So I don't think he'll be on SNL. Anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Dick, Ch- Dick Cheney shot right. somebody in the face. Yeah. His career went on. He went from his Trump impression to a Cheney one. What about goes. the fact that Donald Trump Jr. Mm. is selling fucking T-shirts that say guns don't kill people, Alec Baldwin kills people? That is so disgusting. I mean, it's so... <laughs> it's so funny. This Trump family is really... They're just like, no... You nope. can't see at home we're all wearing one right now. <laughs> it's so classless. I mean, seriously, it really is. And I'm not easily, you know, my feathers don't get ruffled. I just think that, like, the president of the United States family... I wonder I wonder which which is, which is the artwork is better on. The Trump t-shirts or Hunter Biden's uh, artwork that he's selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, I didn't know Hunter <laughs> Biden was selling artwork. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. Nope. Very they hired him to design the shirts <laughs> that he sold. I don't know. We keep talking about it. The problem is like, yeah, but that's what he does. Why are we surprised anymore? All that works, the, the fact that we're bringing it up now means that, you know, a bunch of people are going to search it and buy it. He's like, if we, if we really wanted to go away, you just don't talk about it. People are going to be like this forever. I think it's sad it's because disgusting. people go against, like, edgy cot. Like, the problem is there's been this real mix of, like, making edgy jokes with just joking about the sad thing and so it, it becomes conflated where like bad jokes become defended as like this is comedy though and it's like well it's not a good joke right think of a funny joke of the bad thing it's this weird like anthony jeselnik effect where everyone was like oh cool he's telling jokes about this you know we'll what? just talk about every tragedy That's with fine. no skill if anthony does <laughs> it then great sure and, and probably hilarious yeah but, like coming from like the presidential family it's just like in such fucking poor taste yeah. it's like so petty because you're mad Alec Baldwin made fun of your dad on SNL. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. We shouldn't be surprised. If someone made I'm fun of my gonna... dad for four years and they fucked up somehow, I'd probably make a, a snide joke, too. You would think there was somebody with some sense to be like, you know what? That's kind of fucking tacky, Don Jr. I bet you he made a fucking million dollars off that show. I don't think so. And he's also out there killing, like, rare exotic animals. Speak. Like, 
So now Alec Baldwin. He thought a, they were blanks. To be fair, <laughs> Alec Baldwin has done a few uh, classless things in, in his <laughs> life too. Let's just let the record state. Okay, well, you know, those of us, nobody should throw. Is that a hole in your mask? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Adrian um, Iapolucci made a hilarious tweet um, about that. What you just said. Go you ahead. Remember when we thought it was bad when Alec Baldwin called his daughter a rude pig? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next on your list, Dan? Well, uh, so much to choose from. We'll, we'll talk about Chappelle's. Um, Chappelle, uh, Chappelle's Instagram. He, well, he is a video. Is it on Instagram? I yeah, guess so. Mm-hmm. On Instagram. Where he said that he's willing to. He said that he was accused of not being willing to meet with leaders of the trans community or whatever. I don't know who those leaders Employ- are. Netflix oh, trans Netflix, employers. Netflix or trans. Okay, I'm that was. Sure. I'm not yeah, sure. Netflix. I think it was Netflix trans employers. He has a film coming out about his, his the comedy. Well, that we'll, he was... we'll we'll get to that. Okay. But but he, he came out with a video <laughs> that said he's willing to meet with them uh, at a time and place of his choosing. That's what George Bush said about the terrorists, right? We will we'll meet you at a time and place of our He choosing. also said the same thing about Hannah Gatsby. It was very strange when Bush <laughs> uh, And, well, yes, and the other con- the conditions are um, that they need to watch his entire special and admit Hannah Gatsby is not funny. And that he would set the time and, and place. He, and he would set the time and place to meet with, I guess, the trans Netflix employees. I don't know how many trans Netflix employees there are, um, but... I guess some number of them, but in any case, or maybe it's trans people who are—I I, don't—I don't know who. Well, whoever he's going to meet with, some tr- members of the trans community, but be they Netflix employees or otherwise. Um, I don't—I don't know what to say about this whole thing. You know, I just—I don't care what Dave Chappelle says. Well, what about the Hannah Gadsby? Um, <laughs> what about the Hannah Gadsby? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess he was just kidding. I assume he doesn't really mean that they have to admit she's not funny, uh, but. Um, no, I do you think, do you I, think, I think that, that was a joke then? I understand that, but but um, do I think what? What do you think? Harry Hannah Gatsby's not funny. I actually. And what do you think of Dave's position vis-a-vis Hannah Gatsby? Uh, you want to take that? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, I I I enjoyed Nanette. Uh, I thought Nanette was was a very good one-person show. Was it funny? Uh. There were a couple moments. Me personally, it wasn't my, my. Well, there's a difference between. Saying, but neither was the closer. Yeah, there's a difference between saying the net is not funny and Hannah Gadsby's not funny. Uh, I don't know enough. It's it's possible Hannah Gadsby is quite funny, but that the net was a departure for her in a different direction. <laughs> I like, I I like the net. every special was a d- departure. Maybe they're funny outside of all. Well, the I've only saw the, I only saw the one special. Sure, but but you could argue that that Chappelle's done stuff that's not that funny, like. Well, you said the closer. I thought there were some funny moments, but it wasn't sure. a punchline a minute. And then there was also that thing he did. There's some funny moments in Chinatown, but I there wouldn't was, call it a comedy. There, there's some funny, yeah. There, there, there's also what he did that eight and a half minutes. So what was it? The George. Oh Ford? yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened uh, to your nose? Your mother closed her legs too fast or something? Was it? Was, I was in Chinatown. Because I, oh yeah, what, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, I, well, here's what. Here's what, the end of the closer. Chappelle seems to Chappelle loves to talk about comedy. He says comedians should speak recklessly, and there's like a tribe of comedians. And uh, he ends the closer talking about his uh, trans friend who who uh, uh, killed herself, uh, and was like she was part of the comedian tribe. So it does seem like a strange kind of pivot to then like make this public moment to kind of insult Hannah Gadsby. It's just a strange thing to be like we're all comedians, we're family, and then like. Go after someone in a way where you know you have this big following, so it's just going to be a bunch of people 
posting shitty things on on Hannah Gatsby's account. It just feels unnecessary. Chappelle's so much bigger. And I'm sure it's tough when you're a comedian. You want to talk shit, and you have so many followers that if you talk shit about someone, yeah, can... they descend on them. That sucks. But that's the reality. And he's had this this clout for a while. So it seems like he'd wield it with a, a slightly more grace than just like <clears throat> saying fuck you to someone. Yeah, I agree with you. Unless unless Hannah Gadsby has has done something to Dave personally, then he feels that she merits that kind of treatment. Well, I, mean, I think she I said some harsh words. Yeah, there, there must be a backstory with Hannah Gadsby. There is, there is. I mean, I I don't know. She's a public figure. He can make joke about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, Hannah. I th- first of all, I'll start by saying that I think Hannah Gadsby is is a genius. Go ahead. Is, shut up. Is incredibly funny. But no, who gives a shit what I think? What, what was what was your favorite line from Nanette <laughs> that uh, really I don't, I don't, had you rolling out on the floor? I don't, I don't have I don't have a favorite line from Nanette, but that's a can you can you remember you a single see, funny? There's a video. It's Nanette at the Apollo, where they, <laughs> they intersplice clips of of Nanette at with the Apollo. Net, when, when she funny. did deaf, uh, you know, deaf comedy jam was that? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Listen, <laughs> I think that. Dave, it, I don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, I think it's disgusting that people descend upon Hannah's account and say... It's just her know. account. No, but I mean, it's hurtful and it's bullying and it's, you know, are you even on Instagram? Do you even see what I send you on Instagram? Sometimes. So. What, what, why, they descended on her account because of Dave? Yeah, whenever, because she, she wrote something that was... Uh, you know, I reject I reject your argument. It really kind of annoys me. I didn't me. even make an argument. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you why I reject But her. what argue? I didn't even finish my fucking <laughs> sentence. What are you... Finish it, and then I'll tell you what you said. Go ahead. No, tell me first. If Hannah Gasby was somebody that you thought was, you know, uh, abominable in some way, for if Hannah Gasby was some politician that you disliked, yeah. you would have no problem with the people descending on their account. It's you are a hundred percent. If your ox is gored, you have no principles whatsoever. <laughs> it's true. I've never heard you stand up for a principle. It's only oh, uh, he. They're picking on Hannah Gasby, who's you know a lesbian or uh, so, so. And and I and I agree with her like point of view. If they're picking on you know some, I don't know Curtis Lee or anybody that you don't support. You'd be totally fine with it. Why do you think I don't support Curtis Sliwa? When, when when people when people were coming up to uh, what's her name, uh, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders in restaurants and attacking her when she was Trump's press secretary, you were fine with it. Well, she was a horrible person. Oh, <laughs> you were fine with it. She couldn't even eat in a restaurant. Well, people people were people were like really being uh, harsh to her. You know, she has or, no business. Or any, you know, I think or politicians any, should have more trouble out in the world. I, I think, think there should be more confrontation. Or any Republican just sitting minding their own business in a restaurant, you are totally fine with people coming and getting their face. But Hannah Gasby's account, okay, they, for they, example, they descended with words never, on her account. You know, you, and she, you know what she had to do? She had to look at her account. She well, logged in and had to look look at it. Well, you know, it, it certainly can be upsetting to be harassed on Twitter, but you can mute anybody that doesn't follow you. It's I think it's pretty easy to do so that you only see people that are basically, or that you Agree follow. Agree with you 100%. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you only have to see people that you like. That Can you we just follow. point out every time from now on that Periel says anything and, and it's hypocritical? <laughs> I mean, oh, she's unbelievable. Obviously, obviously Trump did did not read or see all the things that people said about him, and, and I think it's pretty easy to 
configure your Twitter to just not see that. But. It's it's one thing to have an opinion against something else. Sarah Huckabee Saunders was like just a disgusting human being. In your view. Well, in, I mean, I think objectively, like, can we have... So what's like, your, your principle is that you can descend on anybody that Periel thinks is disgusting. No, I think that there's like a moral and ethical compass to being alive. How about we don't descend on anybody? How about... How I about, don't agree. I think I think in politeness, a lot of people get away with shit. I no, not sometimes... Po- Politeness is okay. I mean, I mean, you can, you can, you can, you can be uh, confront somebody, but uh-huh. you should not bother people eating in restaurants, and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't call people names, and you shouldn't. I don't know what so people saying like in hand. You shouldn't make fun of their sexuality. You know? If Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby or God knows who else or fucking Hitler <laughs> sitting in the olive tree, like they deserve to just like be treated like a nice person. If they're well, le- if they're legally no, I don't. Agree if they with are you. legally uh, at liberty, if they're not, if they're not incarcerated if they're not and they're sitting in a restaurant even the olive tree yes you should leave them alone so if they're incarcerated then you can if they then you can if they're like about to go to jail and they've been found guilty then you can be an asshole to them no just mind your own fucking business and don't bother people i don't think that you can be a public figure in politics and do horrible so things. So, so maybe we should have maybe we should have people on the rack in the town square again but isn't huh? this what people are doing on twitter though like isn't that what but because on twitter people are harassing people i'm against are. it okay i'm against it i'm just saying she's not actually against it she's just against <laughs> it because she likes hannah gadsby i'm actually against but it I also don't i'm th- saying not to do it even do it to cosby who obviously i hate cosby he's a he's a he's a he's a horrible person he's a criminal he's a rapist but i'm saying i have a principle which is this is not good I, for society I, I tell you what i hope that uh, i'd love for uh, dave Chappelle to call me out in front of probably 100 million people saw that video <laughs> yeah i would i would very much enjoy that <laughs> Because I think that that would certainly be good for my career. And although Hannah, you say speaking of space Jews, let's talk about well, sure. Whatever you, you know, uh, any publicity is good. They say maybe that's not true, but it's mostly true. And. Yeah. I think Hannah Gadsby probably did ultimately benefit from this little feud that she's had. Oh, I don't think it's wrong with Chappelle said. He's just making a joke. I'm talking about the the, the, the people. No, but like, I'm saying I'm like the, like like you know she's uh, Hannah Gadsby will be harassed on Twitter, but she probably will gain more than she loses from. From uh, Chappelle, but I—I I mean, I also think Hannah Gadsby. I mean, to be fair, with I, when Michael Che was going through his Instagram thing, Hannah Gadsby was the first to like be like, "Let me, let me kind of own Che. Let me weigh in on this." And I think it's weird when comedians. I do think comedians have to resist the temptation to automatically try to shit over another comedian for easy clout. When Michael Che, he joked, he made all the jokes about Simone Biles, mm-hmm. and then he got a lot of flack. And and Hannah Gadsby, of course, posted on Instagram something like. Michael Che joked that he had been hacked. And then Hannah Gatsby put a post that said, uh, what do you call a hack who blames a hack joke on a hacking? Michael Che. Right. And I did find that <laughs> just so obnoxious. Yeah, well, I, I agree so, so yeah, virtue I mean, signally. And also a terrible joke. I agree with you on that. That wasn't nice. And well, it wasn't necessary. But I'm saying like, all the, but that's all this. All of a sudden we're looking at like Chappelle and Hannah Gatsby and no one's talking about like, is any of this funny? Is, any, is there any good joke here? Is there anything? Is there anything about this that's comedy? Well, I at thought all? Her, him saying that that they had to admit she wasn't funny was kind of funny. That, yeah, it was, I it was a funny. It was a funny joke. I left. But ultimately, it's it's just like it's just but millionaires just making fun of you. You're saying that you don't think comics, as a general matter, should attack other comics. I think comics should be, or should at least hesitant. be very prudent. Before and don't don't get me wrong. I've made my fair share of Joe Rogan jokes on Twitter as a nobody person, and I think if I become more of a somebody, I should be more cognizant. But I think it's more like when a comic is being like dragged for a joke, 
comics should be more hesitant. I think if you're criticizing, let's say Joe Rogan's view on vaccines, I do think I do think there's there's this is not comedy. You can maybe make fun of it, but it, when someone's getting trouble for a joke, and you as a comedian understand that if a joke missed or hit or it just was about something sensitive to automatically join the masses going, you're bad for making that joke, I think is disingenuous, and comedians pretend all of a sudden they don't understand what the intention was. And I think that's gross. I, I like that I agree. Take. I yeah, like I think that, that was well said. As a gen- I mean, there might be a case where I thought that somebody's joke was so out of bounds... You know, that about I, the Jews. <laughs> well, look, I, I mean, Chappelle's joke about um, space Jews, I thought was misinformed. And I thought I thought presented a um, a, 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 a biased or a um, inaccurate portray por- portrait of what's going on. But I'm not going to call him a bad person for it uh, or, 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 or or take a, a, you know, get all high and mighty and moral about it. But mm-hmm. I will say that I didn't like that joke and thought it presented things in a, in a false way. I think you know the joke that I'm referring to. As yes, opposed to the Jackie Mason jokes about Puerto Rican, st- Puerto Rican stealing. <laughs> That's your favorite well, one. Well, the difference... The, <laughs> the, difference, the difference there is that the... Ster- I'm not Puerto <laughs> Rican. That one's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> the difference there is, if there is a difference, is that the stereotypes of Puerto Rican stealing is, 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 is a known stereotype. Even if it's not true, it's in other words, Chappelle is 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 is, is presenting a I, I think something as I, as say, very, very real. I think I think what you're getting at is that Chappelle was actually making a political statement. Right. Maybe may, Jackie Mason may or may not have been, but uh Jackie Mason's statement might have been more lighthearted. But I don't know if I were Puerto Rican, you know, I don't know if I would like that. So yeah, you, know, yeah, you, 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 you may be right. You, you gotta take it. And by the way, I didn't did I say it was a good joke? I guess I did. Um, it was your favorite <laughs> the best joke of, of all time. time. It was my favorite, no, it was my favorite half and half joke. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which I is think- which is a genre of jokes I don't love, but among them That was your favorite. That was my favorite. And you may be right. Maybe it's not it you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't talk about Puerto Rican stealing. I, I, I yeah, okay, maybe you, maybe you got me. Maybe you got me. I'd also say the space Jews joke is not a great joke. It, well, it wasn't it's a great not a joke great either. constructive joke. It was not joke. a great joke. It was not it's great. I mean, I could hear it at an open mic. I yeah. could, I could Any, totally... anybody could have come up with that joke. You didn't need Chappelle to you, you know, it didn't take a mind like Chappelle's to come up with that joke anybody. I agree with you. I will say this, he seemed very upset in that video that he released. He really did. Yeah. In the sec- in the in the, in the one, Instagram one? Because yeah. the film festivals have been canceling. Well, yeah, the, the film festivals canceled. He he made a film about his summer camp, comedy summer camp in the cornfield in Ohio, uh, which I believe you went to, Noam, is that correct? Um, and he made a documentary about it and he said he was invited to every film fest. I can't do a good Chappelle impression, but he was invited to every film festival and he started to get disinvited after the closer. Um, and so he's mad about that, but he's going to, he's going to bring the, um, movie to 10 cities on limited release. And we have the opportunity to go and, and make him richer and watch the movie. I saw it. It's good. Don't say that. Make him richer. That's not fair. But he, well, but, but I mean, that's the way I, I I'm sure it's good. I'm not saying it's not good, but the way he presented it is, I'm, you know, is like. I don't think he's making uh, uh, money from that uh, movie. He talked about how corporations were silencing him and then applauded arguably one of the biggest entertainment corporations in America. He he basically said, corporations are trying to cancel me, but thank you, Netflix, 
for sticking by me. And I'm like, well, then corporations aren't trying to cancel you. No, 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 no. He no, said other he corporations said, are. Said, one corporation is not. He said that all of this is fucking bullshit because really nobody's actually listening to what he said and they're just trying to create some like media. I don't think that's fully true though. I mean, there's this argument of like no one's actually heard the thing and I'm like, I think they have. I I don't think no one's watched the special. I mean, I certainly watch it and I, I understand why people would disagree with it. I think it's fine to disagree with it, but I also think that it's very in mode and in vogue and in fashion right now to be so scandalized by things that, like, actually in your real life you don't fucking give a shit about, so you want to cancel people. What do you mean cancel? I mean, he just said he got disinvited from, like, every single film Sh- festival. Sure. Then th- Five years ago he wouldn't have. Like, are any of these people actually supporting trans people in their real life? I think some of them are. Well, I think some of them are, and I, I ultimately think like, ne- look, Netflix has profited immensely off off LGBT entertainment and and presenting themselves during Gay Pride Month as this progressive institution. And so, I do think people have every right to be like, "Hey, we gave you money under this premise that you care," and then there's something that feels very harmful, and it doesn't feel like you're 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 promoting other uh, transgender artists. And so I, I don't know. There's just a certain degree of like, look, the special wasn't that funny. So what were the people supposed to do? You wanted people I, I to get upset. I thought it was funny. I mean, it, it's it, to me, it, it was it was not a super well written special. No, I, I, I didn't. There weren't there weren't a ton. There was a lot of time that it wasn't that that he wasn't joking. It, it's po- it's po- sure, which is which is Chappelle's. In my opinion, I've said this for years. Right, Chappelle has a particular talent where. He can be very engaging and you can just sit and listen to him and you don't need the punchline to find him interesting and, and be enthralled. So I don't mind when he doesn't hit punchlines, but every punchline he did hit, I found funny. But don't you think that he presented an illegitimate comparison where he, he basically was trying to he was show, he created a world where it was like the black community and then there was the LGBT community that it, in the way that he presented it was only white people. And so, in my mind, he created a world and created an argument that was built on a false premise. Okay, I don't. I there there are there there are arguments that Chappelle made that I do not agree with. Um, and not just about space shoes, but <laughs> I, I I said this last week. I'm wary of the conversation becoming about that because I think the issue is much more important than that. The issue is that Chappelle should be able to say whatever he wants and uh we're 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 coming close to saying the 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 implication somebody might infer from this conversation that well if we all agree that what he said was wrong then maybe Netflix should pull the special and and I think that's I don't think that's a, yeah. I don't agree with that yeah I, but, I but that's but I'm saying like unless, unless we unless we unless we really make clear what we're saying here that's what people will start to um, veer into. Chappelle made certain arguments that you may strongly disagree with. He made some arguments I disagree with. In a different time where there would be no risk of, like when Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing, came out, there was a lot of controversy about that movie and some things that were actually offensive about that movie. But nobody ever was not on anybody's radar. Maybe they shouldn't show the movie. Maybe this movie should get pulled. How dare whatever Universal put this movie out? That was never part of the conversation. So it was fine just to get into a debate about the movie. It's a different time now, and I think we're getting into a debate about 
what he actually said is a little dangerous because it becomes ammunition for a movement which we all really need to stand against, which is he should say whatever he wants, period. I don't disagree. Did I just I just think, like, and again, it's these conversations, sometimes when there's no trans person in the room, I think it's it's like, are we having the full conversation, period? But ultimately, I think, like, trans people in America, this is a, a very general understanding, are are a marginalized group that are, are the suicide rate is incredibly high, the murder rate is incredibly high, and I do think, like, it's fair to be like, Jesus Christ, 40 fucking minutes? 40 fucking minutes where, like, you're, you're projecting the majority of, like, of opinion of America where people are treating trans people horribly and not accommodating anything in society that I, that I understand. And we talk about danger. And I'm like, if you're a trans person where, with, with the murder rate and the suicide rate so fucking high, you're like, you want to talk about danger? Let's right. talk about danger. Like, well, I, mean, I, it, I, it I have a very. I think we need to. Say, there's, there's a certain degree where it's like without a trans person in the room or trans people having this conversation, we're having a, 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 a conversation without understanding what it is to be a trans person in well, the world. Who's on the schedule? Right now? We got Jay McBride. Can we? Well, can we bring can her? I no, let me say. This. Wait, I, I, I'm I, sure every trans person I, is also I, tired I, of talking I, about. I spoke this. to a trans comedian about this, and um, she, she didn't like the special, but she wasn't particularly bothered. Then I spoke to my one of my very close friends who's trans and she told me, it's funny, you know, like if I know, if I've, if I've always known somebody, this is just being honest. If I've always, if I've only met somebody trans after they've um, transitioned, mm -hmm. then it's automatically to call them by the, the proper gender. But when I've known somebody who transitioned, it is very difficult to, to break that habit of referring to them by their old gender anyway i know we're working on it yeah though. so when i when, when i speak to my very very close friend peril knows her um about it she said that she thought the special was fine and that her trans friends except she said overwhelmingly her trans friends thought the special was fine although some of them disagree with some of the stuff and they were not like freaking out about I, this it, special so my, there's, there's no trans people in the room but i have i have Done due diligence about well, this. Well, look, my take on it as somebody who's not trans is just if I'm looking at it and I'm saying, in terms of does it would this special cause people to hate trans people? And no. when you see Chappelle, who's a black man, so he's talking to the black community, um, you know, in particular, and saying trans is okay. I have trans friends. My trans friend was she opened for me, um, even though he's making jokes. And even though he's, you know, yeah, there's a little bit of ribbing, to say the least. At the end of the day, they're seeing a man from their community. And to the extent that there's transphobia in the black community, I think it's a good thing that Chappelle goes out there and says, I have trans friends. My good friend open for me was a trans woman. You know, I, I think ultimately, and, he, and he think, I think he said explicitly, they should have every right and protection that anybody else has. Yeah, but so I, think, I think I think, but I think like okay. So my my younger, uh, uh, I have a, a younger brother who like watched the special, and he's you know he's young, he loves it. He he loves every comedy special he sees. It's at that age where all comedy is, is great to him, except for Nanette. And uh, you know he's he sees what I would consider like an easy gender joke, like like Chappelle saying you know your uh, your mom was the greatest man I ever knew, or your you know he did some That's joke where he where he he you know just. T took both yeah, genders and put it into one it, sentence. And it. so, like, my little brother sees that. And I think to him, it, it, it just, it reinforces an easy kind of humor at someone else's expense that is, like, the same reason that we frown on saying, like, doing an easy uh, a Chinese accent, where it's like, yeah, you could get people to laugh, but it, it's an easy joke. It's, it's a simple joke. 
that ultimately like it's it's hack because it's done all the time. You go that, go to an open mic. Uh, we, fucking... we can we can debate the 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 merits of the humor or not. Does it engender hatred and is it dangerous? Dis- it engenders disrespect. I don't think it maybe maybe it doesn't it, but but it it brings about where you're like, "Oh, this is you can make this joke." And I think it's not, "Oh, you can't make this joke because you shouldn't have freedom of speech." It's more like, "Don't make this joke because this person is already struggling with the world as it's structured today and how they feel inside. So let's not make this easy fucking joke that's been made for the last 100 years. Can we make the argument, though, also that maybe his actions sort of speak louder than his jokes? I mean, he gave this woman, like, a huge platform, and she loved him, and they were really close friends. She, and she did stand-up eight times. Like, this idea that she, yeah, like— I would do stand-up eight times for Dave. Like, no, and, no. and then he also said that— she killed herself and i don't know if this is true or what but my understanding was is that her community really turned against her when she stood up for dave and she said no he's not anti-trans and we don't know why she killed herself but i do think i do think it's cynical and i do think it's exploitative that okay he he let someone who had done stand up eight times open for oh, him I and then used the story to close out his how how much did he give here for that special? Was it twenty six million dollars? I don't how know. How much money did he give? So I'm saying, like, ultimately, well, his, I mean, he made profit off it. He did. He, he, he need... did say he did say he started a trust fund for her daughter. Does he need that? Okay, though? he's he's. I mean, I mean it's okay, but it's when pe- people with that much money give a trust fund. Like he, he, need... he gained fifteen minutes in a twenty six million dollars special off it. He doesn't need fifteen minutes to exploit somebody. Like he could come up with anything. Writing is tough. Do, do, do you? Th- yeah, deadlines I'm... are tough. And I want to say for the record that Jay McBride said that she was considering. Tra- transitioning back just so she didn't have to answer any more questions about Dave oh, Chappelle. there you go. <laughs> well, that's kind of funny. I, uh, uh, do, do you think, <laughs> I think that, I think that your, your, your argument you're making is, is on, on the face of it reasonable, but then I, but then, I, then when I, as I think about it, I'm like, no, it's actually, a, it's actually a terrible argument in my opinion. <laughs> because... Better you than me. I'll tell you why. You have to be able to, to make jokes about people and things and what you can't it, it, people just start wrapping themselves in we're off limits and that's that's not even good for them nobody likes somebody who puts themselves off limits you you, you want you want to be accepted in society sure you can make jokes about me you have you have to be able to do that dave made some jokes your your mom was the best man i ever knew whatever i mean it's, it's a trans joke you can't have trans jokes to if for you to say that that creates Bigotry, I don't think that's where bigotry comes from at all. Well, I, you know, I, I, I do I not made, think that's what I made a similar bigotry. argument when people were arguing about whether a poo, the character of poo, was bad for Indian Americans in The Simpsons. And I said, well, if anything, he's being included as kind of part of the family and he's being ribbed in a, in a way. But so were, you know, so is Krusty, the Cla- Herschel Krustovsky, and so is, you know, the Scottish guy that did the groundskeeper, Willie. And so, but it's also done in a way where, like, we can look at it like that. But I'm sure if you talk to any uh, Indian kid who was called a poo, like as a joke by their friends, they said, "Oh, fuck this! Fuck your version of inclusivity." Look, any character that Jackie Mason was ever hired to play was a Jewish joke, right? I mean, there's never he never had a part that wasn't. 
Sure. Funny because he was Jewish. And that was okay. But there's also a lot of Jews getting well, well, you agree with getting that, right? the stage. Yeah. But yeah, there's so a lot that's, of- he was Apu. He was the Jewish Apu. You you want you want an Apu. There's a moment. lot there was a lot more Jews perform like okay, if there was a Chappelle level stand up comedian who was also who was also trans and getting a huge Netflix special, which there isn't right now, it would feel a little bit more of an equal playing field. There were so many Jews. On stage, so many Jews getting hours. Yeah, but, that, like, yeah, but, like, but you see what saying? Listen, I don't know if it's still true, but there was a time when all these like 7-Eleven, there really were Indian people working there. Even Joe Biden made some remark about it. Wasn't Biden made the remark about the Indian people at 7-Eleven? But anyway, there was, there was a, just like Greeks owned diners. When I was a kid, uh-huh. every single diner, to some extent, it still was was owned by a Greek. So John Belushi uh, in Saturday Night Live did that thing, a hamburger, hamburger, hamburger. This was the, the, you know, the send-up. He also up, did the samurai sword. You no, know, but he did a send-up of the yeah. Greek diner. And and Simpsons did a send up of the Indian uh, convenience store. And when you start to cordon these things off, it's just it's it, it's 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 an endless thing, and it's a mistake. I just think it's it's a mistake. It's going to lead to ruin. It's going to lead to a to a uptight society that where people are constantly offended. And and it has another effect, which is part of human nature is that people start looking for reasons to be offended. And that's really where we are. Now. But, people love to get offended. But can I argue that the reason that I think part of the reason why it's it's become such a tool to say you're offended is because a lot of aspects of society have not progressed in a way. I think if things were more equal and things were more inclusive, Indian people, people would are, be Indian people are the highest earning people in America. What more equality do they need? That you're 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 talking about average. You're not talking about the the an Indian kid in school getting teased, or you're not talking about. I, I, I'd have to talk to an Indian person at a certain point. I just you're, think, you're right. You're right. People people will make fun of an Indian person. Um, if there were a lot of trans comedians getting specials on Netflix, no, I do wait, think hold the on, pushback let's back would be less. Let's back what you said because this is an important point. It is true that when kids see a poo on The Simpsons. They, it, it's very likely that they might start using that accent to make fun of their Indian mm-hmm. friend in school. That's true. I can't deny that. I still don't think that's enough reason to uh, to to tell society that they can't make jokes. I think that I think kid, people kids, felt they had to resort to that because listen, when's kids, the nor, when's the Indian character in Simpsons who's who doesn't have an extreme accent or who has an accent? Well, I mean, well, every, that's another point too. Every, every character in The Simpsons is ridiculous. Homer is a is is, is, is a white character, stupid. <laughs> imbecile sure i mean maybe lisa's the only character that's not absurd well hold on, so i say but this is an interesting thing also so kids do you think they wouldn't still find a way to make fun of the indian kid who's uh, you know if they haven't been exposed to people i mean kids are bullies mm-hmm. and the kid who's odd and odd, i mean odd in the sense of uh, pejorative different. Like, different different is going to get made fun of and this is an unfortunate aspect of human nature. We're not going to change that. As a matter of fact, I wonder if the net amount of cruelty will ever change, no matter what we do as a society, to try to not because it's just it's within us, and it and it and it and it expresses itself not because we saw The Simpsons. It expresses itself because it's a it's a loaded gun, and it and it goes off. That's who we are as a species. And I mean, Hitler managed to do all this stuff without. Television with with, with barely any, any anything right like 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 imagine like where did all that hate come from they had nothing they had no nothing they had no apu they had nothing but they managed to do cartoon caricatures there's always a way they'll all the, the cruelty of the human race will always find a way to come out and I don't think 
layering on a bunch of like rules and and uh, things that you can't make. I don't think it's gonna make any impact whatsoever. None. I think I think diversity and diversity, especially of entertainment, can. You know, for, for me, I, I grew up in, in theater. You're talking, so you're I, talking I, about positive diversity. Yeah, it would be yeah. great to see more leading men who are Indian in the movie. Sure, but That's I would argue positive. that when that occurs, and if that was occurring at a speed that was real, we would it would not be the world that we're living in today. I think part of the pushback and part of cancel culture, whatever you want to call it, is because there was no speed with that. White people were in no hurry to make sure they had an Indian lead. And so, guess what? Well, you're why gonna, would you're they? Fucking when, why your... would they? When there was a tiny number of Indians in the country. Now that there's now that there's more Indians in the country, and a Slumdog Millionaire was a huge hit, right? When 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 did that movie come out? I don't know, fifteen. And years that's ago? still the reference point. As no, but like I'm, saying, I'm saying it showed that there's a a market for it. Aziz is a big star. Aziz is a is of course. A... But I'm saying I'm saying like I I I don't think white people have been in a hurry to like let's. Let's fix the problem, and I think, well, the, the, here's 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 the the consequence of it is that people well, are know, a little uh, bit more. Listen, sensitive. when you we, we didn't know there was a problem. We have a country, a wonderful country, where people can come as immigrants from all over the world, and people come from India, and and I think it's 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 quite a long time before a new population. There weren't many Indian people when I was growing up. It's, it's quite a long time uh, before a new population is going to be integrated in that way. Nor would they expect, as soon as they they set foot in America now, to see leading men. If if I if if we all move to Japan or China or whatever it is, we wouldn't really expect to see white people in leading roles in Chinese movies. It would it would they would have to reach reach a critical mass of impact and um, ubiquitousness within that culture before we would expect to see it reflected in movies. That's what we. That's well, you and, think, and, and you to think call it, to call it bigotry is 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 not is not really an accurate description of what's going on there. And that there is bigotry. But you're acting like producers, full, like movie producers in Hollywood, fully work off of being rational. That none of them have ever let their biases play into what like they that. produce. I'm, I'm saying like I'm, I'm saying not like acting like that at all. Sure, that's I, what I'm saying is like. It's it's not necessarily a full reflection of oh now there's enough Indian people here to make money we'll put them in leads. I also think there's our producers going like eh, I like Listen, this. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction. If you ever find yourself in the movie business or writing scripts, mm-hmm. you're not gonna write an Indian lead character. You don't know the first thing about writing an sure. Indian lead character. Sure, I agree. Yeah, that's so. so oh, it'll be Is that because you're so kind of bigot? No, of course not. That's my point. It's like, like who's like? It takes a while to to, well, to, also, to get and, and into look, that. Look, Hollywood is not anybody can theoretically produce a movie, raise the money. It's not easy, but any uh, you know the Indian community, if they wished, could do that and try to get distribution and all that. You know, um, nothing is stopping them. I don't know how. By the way, I want to ask you another question. Sure. If they if there was a character like a, a like a silly Simpsons Hasid. Mm-hmm. You think you would object to it? Uh, me? You, took, you took too long to answer already. You already proved my point. Because don't tell me that Hasids are not at, at least as reviled or made fun of or bigoted uh, objects of bigotry as Indian people. Sure. Could we? Could we also say that? First of all, The Simpsons is like a very rare. You, see, you, see, you got my point, right? It's, it, it, well, it, you, you, you didn't give me a second. You didn't give me a second. Because, because, the, the, because, because the answer should have been instant. Of course, I would. Because because. 
it doesn't take long to but do the math. Would there be other if, Jewish characters, or would that be the only? No, no, if there's one Jew. Not Jewish. Hasid. Hasid. You can't. Hasids are not not a standard for Jews. Hasids are an insular group that even Jews make fun of. They are odd and uh, they're disliked and they're beaten up on the streets. I'm sure if they watch The Simpsons, they might they, complain too. They are the number one targets of hate crimes, violent hate crimes in America. Is that true? Well, we, yeah. Well, we know that an, that anti-Semitic violence is the number one hate crime. It's 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 predominantly uh, identifiable Jews. It's not um, everyday Jews. It's it's people with uh, garb. Um, so the question of what were they? But no, but but there are favored intersectional targets that are, are people that we 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 rally around and close ranks around and Hasids are not one of them and by the way of course you should be able to make fun of Hasids of course of course I've you should made, be, made fun of plenty. If, if SNL if SNL wanted to do a B&H skit and they had some Hasid well, I mean I would I would just pray that the Jews would shut up and take it because I don't want but you the, know they wouldn't right I know they wouldn't but I don't want the Jews to be seen as this touchy minority who don't allow jokes about themselves that's and that's what that's what I don't think is healthy, and I don't think it's good for any group to, to find which, themselves which like that. Now, it's true that a joke— Which was the brilliance— a, 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 Wait, Apu could be mean. I'm not saying that—like, I could see Apu, and I might say, you know, that's, that, that's a little too much. That dis, that's disturbing. I don't think—I think that's cruel. So I'm not saying that any joke is okay or, or that I'd be—I would rubber stamp any joke. But the notion that you can't make the baseline jokes about particular groups of people— whether it's Indian or Hasids, I think is a big, huge mistake. And I think it backfires on the group who all of a sudden is like, you can't make fun of me. Well, because— You make fun of him. You can't make fun well, of me. Because, you can make fun of the Jews. You can't make fun of us well, Indians. Well, that's because— that, That's you know, terrible. When, when Michael Che made that the remark, he did a Jewish joke at, on SNL. Mm. And, uh, and, and the Jewish community, many members of the Jewish community were up in arms about it. And I said to myself— First of all, it was probably written by a Jewish writer in the writer's room. So that made it go down a little easier. But also— I don't want people to think <laughs> that we control everything. Every now and again, we got to let one go. Every now and again, we have to pretend we don't. <laughs> we got to pretend we don't. You know, so so it's like it's like in World War II when they cracked the Germans' code, and they said we we can't we can't. It was like a famous case where they cracked the code of the Germans, and like they knew they were going to blow up a ship. They said we got we we got to let them blow up the ship because if if we don't let them blow up the ship, they'll know we cracked the code, and then, you know, we'll. Further shit down the line. Sure. Yeah. So when I'm Let's keep our powder. Sure, the people on the ship weren't so happy about. No, that. we're not. No. <laughs> do, do, do you think that Netflix, if they felt their bottom line would be severely impacted by keeping the special on, would pull it if they felt that their bottom line would would for sure would be of course of course they would. I mean, how much of this is just a business decision? How how how, it's mo- all business how cynical decision. are we about? The corporate decision making is any of it guided by anything other than the bottom line? No, no. Well, you you you're the, the, you use a word which is you know wide enough to drive a truck through, which is significantly I- impacted. I, at some point, that's the way I felt about Louis. At some point, to my bottom line, of course, I would have to, I would have to buckle, but not any not any hit to the bottom line. Well, also, you're 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 a proprietor. You're a sole proprietor, whereas Netflix is a, I guess, a public company. It's a public company. So, I mean, it's a little bit different because they have this fiduciary duty to their stockholders, not to fuck around. You can look if you want to take a hundred thousand dollar hit to 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 to, to uh, defend your principles, you have the right to do that. But a corporation 
theoretic I mean I you know theoretically they don't have that right I don't know I mean you were pretty willing to not buckle for that you didn't really know how it was going to shake down well but he's no, saying but he's I, saying he would be willing to take maybe a hundred k hit a two hundred but a million dollar hit he wouldn't be willing to take I, I definitely wouldn't take a permanent hit I don't I don't think that Netflix is obligated by law to uh, react to anything any controversy that hurts ratings. I don't think they're well there is they, they, have, mean, it, they have a long term obligation to their stockholders, but I don't think it's a you know day by day obligation. I mean hopefully not. Otherwise they're running on like a pretty shoestring budget, no? Netflix is such a rich company, I don't know. I um, just wanted to say that... But yeah, of course, at some point they would, they would have to. I'm glad that the Hasids are lumped in with the Jews. I mean, with the women who get assaulted. And it's not just the women who say, what were they wearing? You also know that it's the Hasids then that when a Jew gets attacked? Anything? Nothing? Okay. I tried. <laughs> it seems I think Trans- my... Win- translation. I, I think Try it without the mask. <laughs> <laughs> this, by the way, Noam, I do want to point out that we had, I thought, you know, um, correct me if, if you disagree... An interesting discussion about a serious topic, all without the help of somebody that wrote an article for The Atlantic last week <laughs> or that tweeted something. I mean, we are capable of doing this sort of thing. Yeah, we, we, we found all, a smart comedian. Wait, wait, who's ourselves. we? Who's we? Who found a smart comedian? <laughs> it was, it was a uh, Well, he's, he's better than smart. He's somebody that disagrees with you, which is even more... Um, yeah, thank God. Yeah, which is even better for for what I'm we're trying to accomplish here. I'm still on for 10:30, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So, so what is his opinion? So, you think Chappelle's special should be pulled? No, 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 no. I think should have never been made. He, no, I I think it's I think it's totally fair game for people to critique. I think there's a lot of people like being like funny is funny, and I'm like I don't I don't I don't think it was a yeah, but I'm not sure. But I'm not special. Yeah, but it, but well, hold up. Let, let me let me make it difficult for you because okay, I think you're it. contradicting yourself. Sure. Or at least you haven't. You're not. You're not uh, putting it all the way through. You don't think that these types of jokes should be made about trans people. Uh, I think they're lazy, and I think they should be called out for the lazy. No, but you also said you think it could lead to cruelty to children, and and uh, you, you think that they, these are societal ill. Yeah, I, I'm very hesitant to say no joke, uh, any particular joke shouldn't be made. I think it's fair for people to uh, criticize and say, yeah, maybe this is harmful. So if it's harmful, why do you think Netflix should run it? Because because I, I am sympathetic to the idea that that you do have to stay strong for free speech and, and constantly be very vigilant about giving up on it but i do think so if you were the head of netflix you would have greenlit the special even though you thought it would be harmful i don't think you get to tell Chappelle what his special is going to be you you made the deal with the the person before this all started and this this is the this is the fire you play with if you produce comedy but well no there's that's there's some there's some things he might have said which you wouldn't have uh sure off on. but i, but I, don't, this I don't is, think but this doesn't rise to the level of something you think should have been halted no, but it's I, harmful. And, but but and I hurt think children. I think if it's listen when it, we do harmful, it's it, it's a we're talking about we're talking about. A, I don't think there's a one to one here. I think we're talking about you have this institution that has a lot of money that produces a lot of art, and I think yes, if you give a certain degree of freedom to this comedian, and they have I think unfortunately chosen to focus so so strangely on this one topic that if you're a company that has profited immensely off you 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 have your whole LGBT shows and fan base and Twitter account then you might go okay 
I should at least try to even the play in f- playing field and try to really put resources into trans comedians, uh, giving them specials, uh, uh, TV shows, to at least counterbalance. Ultimately, I don't think I'm not. If you're looking to Netflix to be your moral center, I think you're crazy. It, it is an institution trying to make money. But I do think people have should. This is the only way to make change, and this is the only way to force people like Netflix to actually produce content that reflects the views that they've capitalized on during Gay Pride Month is this kind of reaction. And I, I also think that that it this is what this is what was wanted. This is what Chappelle wanted. You you don't you don't come swinging this hard at something if you don't want people to be upset. So there's sometimes it's like this theater of the you're not going to cancel me and I'm like you we all want you wanted this. You wanted you wanted people to be pissed off at you. What are you surprised? Your whole thing was was Twitter's not a real place and now you're upset cuz people on Twitter are mad at you? Pick pick if you waged this battle, now work through it. I think he is. I don't know. I don't know that he's upset. I just, I just know that he's that he's still in the battle. I, I don't, I don't presume to know what, what what's going on in his head. Can we, uh, um, perhaps end with a word about Mort Saul, who died this week at the age of ninety four? Um, our dear friend Fred Kaplan, by the way, wrote a uh, obituary. I don't. know, Did he send it to you? I don't know. I've, I've been, I've been, I've been practicing my guitar and mandolin. A few hours a day for the last couple of weeks, wow. and I've been not been watching the news or anything. Well, in any case, I actually the truth is I don't know anything about Mort Saul, but but <laughs> he was a, but he was a you know an important player I guess in in early stand up. And Fred Kaplan wrote an obituary about him, um, which I guess you didn't read. But um, I listened to his albums recently. It was it was it was tough. I I didn't fully, and he was doing a lot of political, kind of talking. Not you super punchline. You didn't find the Adelaide Stevenson's jokes funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. It was just, it, it was one of those. It's like when I listen to Lenny Bruce, and I'm like, okay, I get this was important, but I don't know if Lenny Bruce list. was actually ever funny. Sure, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know much about him either. I, I don't know. I, I, oh boy, right. Dustin Hoffman maybe, was maybe, good. In maybe the we movie. won't talk about Mort Saul. But I, you know, I thought for some reason I thought Noam might have something to say about. No, him. I'm, I'm, I've only peripheral uh, exposure to Mort Saul. Yeah, I mean, he was, he, he was as, as, as Gianmarco was saying. How do you pronounce your name? Gianmarco. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gianmarco. Perfect. Yeah. Sorese. You're asking me Sorese? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a great name. Jo- By the way, Gianmarco was thinking about... Didn't somebody tell you you should change your name? My, my first acting manager was like, you know, you're, we're going to get you meetings with networks, and they're going to expect Gianmarco Sorezi, and then Gianmarco Sorezi is going to walk in. They wanted me to go something more Jewish. I, I definitely think more Jewish is not the way to go. If you want to go with Johnny Johnny Sorezi, sure. we could talk about it. We sure, could talk sure. about Johnny Sorezi. I don't think it's ever good in Hollywood to have a Jewish name. I don't think it's ever helpful. It may not be necessarily hurtful. I don't think it's ever going to help you, unless, unless the particular— And even then, they hired—you know, they, they had the nerve to hire, in the movie White Palace— uh, James Spader, the most Gentile-looking man the, on planet Earth, to play a Jew. And the only person more Gentile-looking than James Spader was the late Rutger Hauer, who also played a Jew in Escape from Sobibor. We're, we're, okay, we're at a right? height of non-Jews playing Jews, and I don't so, like it. So, so I don't think you changing your name to Johnny Shapiro would do you any good. <laughs> I think, now, if we want to change your name to Johnny Serezi, we could have a discussion. I, Quite I, frankly, I, like I don't think so. I think you should stick with Jean Marco. Okay. It's a cool-as-fuck name. I appreciate it. Um, 
Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't seem to be hindered by his overtly Italian name. Do you find Leonardo any? I mean, because we're so familiar. No, well, with Leonardo was an awesome name, you know. I still get a lot of Giancarlo, so though. And so is Gian Marco is an awesome name. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't see any problem with this. I think his name is great. So it's you, uh, get a new acting uh, agent or whatever it was. Yeah, this guy sounds like an imbecile. But this, this was a this was an old manager. <laughs> uh, yeah. did, he, did he have a cigar? Like, <laughs> yeah, was listen, he, kid. No, you'll never work the Catskills with that. <laughs> I was, the idea of like they were going to get me a lot of meetings, and then no meetings came, and I was like, oh, good, I didn't change it for the non-existing meeting with ABC. <laughs> I wish my name was Jean Marcos. It can be. Yeah, I guess. But so. I mean, it is it is a credit to America that uh, in just uh, one generation we've gone from. Jews changing the name to sound less Jewish to Jews being advised to change their names to sound more Jewish. Well, but, but <laughs> Nobody that, saw that coming. But that, but, but that, that piece of advice is wrong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but still. Yeah. What was what was John Stewart's real John name? John Leibowitz. Yeah. What and about Ralph Lauren? Ralph Lifshitz. Wow. But he was. Uh, I mean, a clothing as a clothing clothing designer, nobody would have ever bought a shirt named Ralph Lifshitz. Do you know all of them? Uh, Bob Bob Dylan. Robert, Robert Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Uh, Woody Robert Allen. Allen. Uh, Alan Konigsberg. Uh, is that true? Yeah. Uh, who else is there? William Shatner. William Shatner. William Shatner. William Shatner is actually from the same hometown as my father and his 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 cousin Connie Shat Conrad Shatner. <laughs> is uh, you know what was worked for my grandfather in the store? Jack Benny. Uh, Benjamin Kabelsky or something like that. Is how like Howie Mandel's Jewish, right? Yes, he is. He had a joke on Carson. He said, uh, "My parents." Last name Mandel, but they changed their name. It used to be much longer. It was Mandel. <laughs> so that's and I thought that's it was such so, a Howie Mandel it was joke. So too. funny, so funny. <laughs> Benjamin Kabelski. I was right. Yeah, Jack Dan, that's very impressive. Uh, Kirk Douglas, <sighs> Isher Danielovich. How do you know all this, Dan? Dan, you're amazing. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> Unlike you, I don't have kids or a business to run. But I mean, what, what Jeopardy category? You that ran Jews the Jeopardy category. Yeah. yeah, there's a Jeopardy category that never happened. But if it what your Jews have changed their name, I guess I would do well. That was incredible. Uh, that was really yeah. That was great, Dan. You know, Tony Bennett. I know that t- Tony Benedetto. I do the. I know the Italians too a little bit. You know, but um, yeah, but they bass. They, they they may change the name, but they don't try not to be Italian. And get nose jobs. Jack Benny, Kirk Douglas, these people tried to pass. Right, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Tony Curtis is something Schwartz, but I forgot the first name. So listen, we, oh. t- we talk a lot about, you know, this back and forth about whether or not, you know, the journalist or not have a journalist and yes, have a journalist. And <clears throat> you, you, we've really, D- Dan, after a while, has sort of convinced you, much to your chagrin. Most not convinced me. I just acceded to his demands. Are you you re- read the tweet. Wait, is that but it? I, I yeah. want to say that to say that twice a month we just have a comic. Mm-hmm. No, no one really likes to have like very serious intellectual. And we did, we did have. We a, did, we did. We did we have did. A, a serious discussion. Who me? Am I the serious intellectual? What do you um, think? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I cut, I cut Noam off. But we did, we didn't have a serious intellectual. But we did have a discussion that's every bit as there, there was nothing lost by not having somebody that wrote an article about Asians not getting into Harvard. Not today, there wasn't. I would even, <laughs> add, I think you know, I think there's something gained. But I would be really curious to see what the listeners think. And we did get a piece of feedback. Can you read that? Why can't I read? Why can't you read it? Because you're the host of the show. It says tweet from E Town Zag. I Town Zag. I don't. Know. Uh, tweeted the exacerbated Noam, 
and reflectively woke Perial dynamic on the Comedy Teller podcast is what makes the whole bit work. How do they script such a stereotypically ignorant yet confident character? <laughs> the writers consistently nail it. I presume they mean you. <laughs> stereotypically ignorant yet confident. You should, you. you should put that in your resume. I'm going your to. <laughs> I am next writer blurb. for Ariel, and I'm so oh, that would be, be great on your bio. <laughs> like next book you write, <laughs> stereotypically ignorant yet confident. Oh, okay, he hit the nail on the head though. The yeah, writers well. consistently nail it. It's amazing. That made me laugh so hard. Gianmarco, I guess uh, we'll we'll wrap it up. Uh, Gianmarco Cerezi has a special out on Amazon, Amazon Prime, I guess. Yes, yes. Now, did you do that yourself or Yeah, yeah, I don't you don't have to point it out. Okay, but I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, but that's the latest trend. It's What's all wrong with doing it yourself? It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, 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 but you sometimes people are like, "Oh, Amazon." No, no, Jeff no. Bezos commissioned this personally. No, uh, I, I I don't think you should. I think that's I think it's uh, not right. If you did it yourself on YouTube, uh-huh. Then you you don't have to tell everybody. Or, but if you did it yourself, you just funded yourself, and but Amazon agreed to carry it. They 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 decide. That's like saying you wrote that book yourself, and Amazon published it. Yeah, but I I don't think I don't think the 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 bar to clear is very high. I don't know. I oh no, it is Amazon. Amazon is, is uh, yeah. I don't agree with you. I actually yeah, well, think make that fun of trans. even even on <laughs> even on YouTube, people. I I don't agree with that. I, I, think, I don't think anybody cares anymore that it's. I think if if it's if, like people, millions of people watched Morel yeah, and Norman exactly. on YouTube, I don't think anybody gives. At least with Amazon, no one can see the view count. So you know who knows? No, I, I, millions, I let me let me five. just clarify. I I don't I think it's anybody who does a special post on YouTube is is terrific, and it, it it it's the number of people who watch it tell you everything you need to know about the quality of it. I'm just saying that if if he produces his own special. But then it's picked up by a a commercial distributor, as opposed to Amazon, as opposed Am- to YouTube. I do not think it's like self publishing. It's different. Yeah, slightly. Yeah, slightly. Eight hundred pound gorilla released it as an album, so it's good enough for for that. But self publishing is uh, Louis. Louis does his own. Yeah, stuff I mean, now. I don't know. I think there's something to be said for not sitting around and waiting for yeah, like the corporation. So they paid. I'm trying so to follow eight, certain parts. Eight hundred pound gorilla didn't. They paid for it. Uh. They, I don't know if they paid for, I, more. I get a cut. They did publishing and press. But but somebody had to pay for the production. I'm saying. Yeah yeah yeah. Yes, yeah, someone did. That was someone them. did. Or that was. Yeah, yeah. They have yet to recoup. <laughs> it's a Substack world. I mean, this is it. This is a uh, you know. Well, no, I'm very ca- proud of it. It's very. I feel in very any case, about it. Jean, what's it called again? Shelf life. Shelf life. Jean Marco nominated for an Emmy. Nominated for the yeah. New York the New York Emmys. The New York Emmys. Emmy asterisk. The Uptown <laughs> Emmys. And I'm actually um, so glad that he got to come and meet you guys because. Oh yeah. Well, I've known him for, for for a few a few weeks anyway. Um, Special thanks to Yamanika. Yes. yes. And to poor Frankie French who broke her tooth. I hope she's okay. Oh God. Well, she'll be joy- she was supposed to be here. Uh, she couldn't make it, so we scrambled. And I said, "Well, who's on the schedule tonight?" No, no, no. Who's new? Not, and we'll say not, yes immediately. No, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> I sent a few ideas, and he was on the very short list of suggestions. Do you know when when I was in in school, grade school, they would give out what are those like little magazine book catalogs where the kids would order books, you know, like mm-hmm. Scholastic. Scholastic. That yeah. was a long time ago, huh? Yeah. yeah. And um, fundam- that's when reading was fundamental. One of the books you could order was Polish jokes. <laughs> 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 and I ordered a book of Polish jokes. 
Yeah, that's a, that. That was it. Do you remember any? Uh, I don't remember well, one from the book. I remember it, my, my Polish joke was like, you know, I bought my. Uh, it was probably in the book though. Was it Polish joke? Or, uh, no, I don't. I, I know one. How do you... the, the punchline was she broke her teeth. Okay. Can I say one? <laughs> it's a vibrator. Vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know? How do you know when a Polish woman has her period? Well, we're not doing. Uh, uh, go ahead. What? How? How do you know when a Polish woman has her period? How? She's only wearing one sock. Huh, all right, that's good. <laughs> well, okay. let's not uh, delve into Polish jokes. Make it Hasidic Jews. Um, okay. Polish jokes. Po- Pol- please, Poles. Poles Polish. are bullies. We can we can make fun of the Poles. <laughs> I'm Polish. You're not Polish. You're not Polish. Poly- point, point, point. My point. grandfather was from fucking Poland. That does it. Oh, Periel, really? Yeah, really. So if your so if your grandfather was in China, you'd be Chinese. Yes. Oh, really? Dan's <laughs> only okay with Puerto Rican. You got to make it. You are Jewish. What do you mean? My grandfather was from fucking Poland. That makes me part Polish. No, it doesn't. My mother's <laughs> father was Polish, so that makes Polish me- Gentile. No. No, that doesn't make you Polish. What does it make you? You're Jews. A, a Jew you're that Jew found a part- good. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Are you an idiot? <laughs> you think you're Polish? I think I'm part Polish. No, I'm not a fucking Don't idiot. tell a Pole I'm, that. I'm using <laughs> genetics. You are not you have you are not part of the Polish nation. Okay. I don't understand what the writers part of are this. nailing this right now. No, seriously. I'm astounded that as especially no, no, for a Jew sh- to say such a thing. Well, it's so shocking the position that you're taking. It makes no fucking sense. If my grandfather was China from China, I would be part Chinese, right? <laughs> no, you wouldn't be. <laughs> Is nobody gonna back me up here? Of course I would be. How long do you have to live in a foreign country before you become that part of He was from <laughs> there. His parents were from there. <laughs> Look, America is different. If you if, if if you if you if you if you have if you're an American citizen, you are American. But but that's a different thing. When you talk about country nationalities like Polish or German, it may be slowly changing. But I think even in this day, we're still talking about lineage. We're not talking about whether or not somebody from your family geographically spent time there. He didn't spend time there. He was born in Or was there, born there. And his parents were He might have even there. been a Polish citizen. He was a Polish citizen. Yes, but you are not Polish. I have European citizenship based on the fucking fact that he was from Poland. So if you're born in Japan, if you're pregnant and you dropped a baby in Japan as a tourist, you're going to say your child is now Japanese. I don't know. Of course not. You don't know. Have you ever seen anybody that looks like you say they're Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, on a scale of one to ten, how would you? Rate- you know this. This tweet understated it. <laughs> this t- no, I don't think so. I really don't think. A, a lot. I would say a lot of Jews do. I argue with this about with Ray Allen about this too. He he claims he's part German. I say no, you're not. Um, <laughs> um, Nicole, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate today's episode? It was great. Ten point five. Oh, well, wow. why does why does Ray Allen think he's part German? Because I guess he had a German somebody in Germany. His grandfather lived in Germany. Or okay, but but is it, it's like a cliche story about the Holocaust where the Germ- with Jews say we're German, we're not Jewish, and the Jewish Jew- German says, "Oh no, you're not. You're." I mean, it's just it's stunning. Do, 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 oh no! How can, how can any Jew coming from Eastern Europe? Given the history of the last hundred years, think that they actually are a member 
You, so you think the Polish people turned on themselves when they when they My killed the Jews? My entire family was killed in the fucking Holocaust. My grandfather lived in Poland. He escaped Poland. He married my grandmother from Lithuania. We don't need to hear the whole story. But yet you think you are the same nationality as these people. I think my lineage is part Lithuanian and part Polish. No, that's not your lineage. You're Stereotypically not- conf- ignorant. And confident. I mean, well, yeah, what, <laughs> a, a nation is a people who share same common genetics, uh, common language, common culture, common history. These are the the, ba- the basics. Uh, by by those things, except that maybe they learned to speak Polish. What else do you have in common with Polish people? Do you eat I, Polish food? Do you speak Polish in your home? Do you send your kids to a Polish? Uh, uh, school. Do Wait, you... So if I did all of those things or any of those things, then I would be Polish. Well, it would. You that would. That's what you would likely do if you actually were Polish. So is you would do it naturally so because is... you would be celebrating the things and, and take partaking so... in your nationality, which is not your nationality. That's Juanita why you. That's why you not... don't do any of those things. Is Juanita not Puerto Rican? Yes, Juanita is Puerto Rican. As a matter of fact, her 23andMe shows that she's Puerto Rican. Wait, I'm doing the 23andMe. Well, it's, it's not going to say Polish. It's not going to say Polish. It might. It's not going to say Polish. If it does, it'll be 2%. <laughs> if, it do, if, it, if it does say Polish, it means your grandmother was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Which would explain a lot. <laughs> All right, on that note. On that note. <laughs> now, that, that was a good joke. That was, that good. was yeah. good. Yeah. That was we thank Gianmarco Sorezi. <laughs> yes, yes. For joining us. I also I have a podcast too, just to, to plug it. The downside is my podcast. The downside, like okay, with Gianmarco Sorezi. Thank you. Thanks for um, that. Good night, everybody. Uh, comments to podcast at comedystar.com. Okay,